What up everybody, Dustin and David here from the Rugged Arts, welcoming you back to another fun and exciting episode. Thanks for tuning in today and choosing to spend a little bit of your time here with us. So, without further ado, this is the Rugged Arts. <clears throat> My deer calls. Interesting. Yeah. Um, this one I can kind of like tune as I want right um, from buck to old buck to young buck to doe bleat okay okay pretty simple yeah my son loves playing with this nice he puts it in his mouth and he goes ha ha <laughs> he makes the uh sound yeah he makes the uh sound instead of blowing because he doesn't you know understand how that works right so every once in a while he'll make a mistake and he'll actually blow and it'll make the sound he's like oh Ah, ah. You get all excited and keep doing it wrong. That's awesome. This one's cooler though. This is, okay, so this, I can't remember who makes this. Mm, The plastic company. The plastic company, Playtel. It's probably made in China. I I don't know, but um, anyways, it works really good. You know, and then obviously you're gonna cup your hand over it, kind of muffle some of that plasticky manufacture sound. This one is really cool because it's a dual reed setup. Okay, so you can have one setup for your young deer and then one setup for your estrus bleat. And then this one's kind of uh, the way you work it is you suck or you blow. So you blow. Okay, or. You know, you got that sucking action to work a little faster. It worked. Yeah, you don't have to put as much into it. Tell you that. Come on, man. I get um, it. And toy. Primos. <laughs> yeah, Primos. Yeah. I like. It's called the Power Buck and Doe. And it comes with a compass. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't use the compass. But yes, there is a built-in compass. That little tube that comes with it, I put on my Long Ranger, which is a uh, Carlton's call. Hmm. And that thing is awesome. I, I can do a really good bull bleat with it now. Thanks. And or you know a bull call, right. and I can uh, I can take the tube off and just use it for like a cow call if I want. But you know I do a pretty good cow call just by mouth. So. Right. Anyways, all that to say that uh, the deer are on my property. Nice. I saw them last night on my way home from work. I saw four does and I was super stoked. So I went ran around the property like putting apples down and trying to keep them around. And uh, yeah, so hopefully I'll get a deer this weekend. Fingers crossed. Because that was going to be my first question. Like, mm-hmm. were you out this morning first thing? <laughs> Son of- I wanted to. I set my alarm and everything, but I work second shift, so oh, yeah. when I when I when the alarm went off, I got up and I looked outside, and it was still super dark. I was like, maybe another half hour, and you know how that goes. Get you wrecked. go back to sleep, half hour turns into an hour. So now it's six, the lights up, and I'm like, I can see the apple orchard from my bedroom window. So I just moved the curtain over. I'm like, no action yet. Went back to sleep. <laughs> Hot and hard, so, I tell you. Yeah, you, when they come in, they usually stay for a while. So I just open the window every half hour and look. Nope, <laughs> nothing out there yet. Wait, well, yeah, I, I call it, me and the wife call it sleep math. You know? Yeah, that was sleep uh, sleep hunting. Yeah, right. The the upside to it was is I wasn't cuddled up at, against a, a log, you know, in some bushes trying to get some Z's in midday, you know? Um, yeah, honestly, some of the best naps I've ever had smack in the middle of a hunt. 
you know, it's, hot. Yeah. Yeah, it's like three o'clock in the afternoon. Everything is bedded because it's hot. And it's like, just find a spot in the shade, post up. And I've had animals, like when you're sleeping, they'll wake you up because they come walking by you because they know you're there. Like, yeah. I get more action. They just hear you snoring or making your little sleep sounds. And they're like, oh, nothing happening here. Yeah, right. I can sneak on by. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so speaking of sleeping in the woods, I went hunting with Nick last weekend. Yeah, how'd that go? Nick Rupe, uh, which it's actually, it's pronounced Rupe, but he <laughs> <laughs> he says if you want to pronounce it Rupe, he, he don't mind. He, he, he likes the, uh, uh, the the classy feel it, it right, gives fancy off. fancy it up. Yeah, he's super fancy with his full beard and like Viking-esque headshot, you know. If you had him in some Viking attire, you'd be like, yeah, there goes a Viking. Okay. Yeah. I don't disagree. Mm-hmm. I'm a little curious why we're you know, talking about it, but I don't disagree. Uh, just to give the listeners kind of like a visual Because we only have like one dedicated mental. fan, and that's him. So we yeah, he's the one dedicated fan. So when out. he's listening to this later, you'd be like, yeah, I do look like a Viking. <laughs> that was my whole goal. Um but yeah, so we went out, we met up Friday last week. I, I got off a little early from work and uh, in that I didn't go in at all. Oh, nice. Um, and we went out scouting Friday because Elk didn't actually open until Saturday. When we went out scouting, we bumped four or five. And you know, they were all moving around so fast, I couldn't count them uh, that well. But we jumped four to five does, nice. blacktails, up in that meadow area that I like to go to up in the Winucci River area. Have I been there? I don't think you have. Oh, okay. No, because we haven't really been hunting since. Uh, yeah, it's been. We a while. took the girls. Yeah. So, um, but it's a cool spot. It's a. It's what they call a mitigation area. It's all groomed specifically for big game to come through and graze and. Oh. Yeah. Um, and the big game do come through and they do graze and uh, we found a elk carcass in the middle of the meadow that died from predation not human uh, it, it had hoof rot in its back right uh, hoof and so yeah. it slowed it down and animals caught up to it and chowed down on it right I'm pretty sure it was coyotes because the like intestinal area wasn't super ripped open it was just kind of ripped open around the belly line where the pelvic region is and they'll go after like specific organs i guess right. enough to get in there but yeah and then not wasting their time the rest of else. it was just gone like bone like all the muscle tissue was gone but the fur was still on it it was super weird okay yeah um so there's that and we, so friday we didn't get to see a whole lot of track because we bumped the deer and so mm -hmm. we we're like oh we're in hunt mode right you know it's any deer gmu so we tried to uh put an arrow in a deer and i got to draw down on a deer that day one time for about five seconds if that mm -hmm. just long enough to come to full draw anchor and as my pin was coming to rest took off yeah. i'm like oh two more seconds yep Two more seconds, you'd have been dead. Every season, I've got that story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, man, I really wanted to make it happen because it just would have been like a totally surreal first day. Yeah. But, and so, like, I, I followed this deer down a 60-foot, like, drop-off. Mm-hmm. 
because uh, the metal kind of like is at one elevation, say it's 400 feet, and then it drops like, uh, maybe it's 70 feet and it drops down to like six or 10, and there's this 60 foot drop that's almost like just straight. Mm -hmm. And there's these deer and elk trails that go up it and down it. Right. Uh, and uh, so I followed deer down there and then it kind of levels out again and it's kind of sagey. And um, so that's where I got my shot opportunity that lasted all of about five seconds. Mm -hmm. And then, so we went out Saturday with high hopes, but we never really got a chance to scout the area on Friday for sign. Right. So we didn't really know how it was gonna be for elk. We get in there and uh, get in there nice and early and we are blessed, if you wanna use the, the, the term, with um, a hunter coming in about an hour after we got in there, walked like right up to us, didn't see us. Right. Walked around us to the other side so he could see the whole meadow. Mm -hmm. And proceeded to sit down, get ready, like he was gonna just chill there for the day, like five feet from me. <laughs> and then. Just kind of reach over up. and tap his knee, like, hey, bud. What are you doing? <laughs> Yo, um, we, we get into that. We get into that. It, it may have been more like 15 feet, and I'm right. just exaggeration. Yeah, it, so, but it was like 15, 20 feet. And uh, we're like watching him, trying to decide if he's going to get up and leave. No, he gets up, turns around, faces us, and proceeds to relieve himself in the woods <laughs> in full view of us. And I didn't believe him at first. He's, he's kind of over my shoulder. So Nick's like, dude, he's, he's peeing right now. He's like peeing in your direction. I'm like, no, he's not. No, so I look over so my of course you look. I look over my shoulder and sure enough, he's he's got it out in his hand. And <laughs> I'm like, okay, I've seen enough of that. So I turn back around. And I guess while he was peeing at some point, he saw Nick's backpack and then realized that we were sitting in there. So he just kind of finished up and then gave a wave to Nick and <laughs> headed off. Um, but then he did like kind of a bonehead thing in my opinion. Maybe he was trying to blow the area up on purpose or I don't know. Well, I don't he pee got where his I'm gear, sitting, so. He got his gear mm -hmm. and then walked the entire perimeter of the meadow. This oh, no. is supposed to be the hour when they're coming in. No, he's trying to jump something on his way out because yeah. he's pissed that he didn't get to sit there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, sh yeah. Intent Possibly. Yes, I don't exactly. know what the guy Possibly, maybe. I don't know how experienced he is. His, you know, uh, first light gear looked like he was a pro, but I don't know. Anyway, so he gets up, walks the entire perimeter, and <laughs> as he's finishing up and on his way out, he looked very mopey yeah, about, about the whole thing. He got into his spot that he wanted to be in on. Yeah. There's people already sitting there. It's a really popular spot, so if you're gonna get into like those, there's a couple of them along the Winucci River, um, and it was dead. Really? Oh my God, like, so after he left, I was like, okay, let's get up and kind of walk around, because we've been sitting for hours. Uh -huh. And I could tell my newbie was getting restless, and I was getting <laughs> a little restless, so we got up and we moved around. And that's when we actually got to look at what kind of traffic there was, and everything was at least a week old. Oh no. All the poo. Very, yeah. very little actual fresh well, track. Well, it's hard, you know, first thing in the morning, you don't want a lot of light, you don't want anything like that, so you kind of go in blind, you know, and just mm -hmm. hope the area is good. And like you said, you get restless. I know for me personally, about, you know, if I, I, I give it probably two hours after sun up, like full sun up, like full light, two, 
two and a half hours, you know, and then I'm up and walking, right? Because at that point, most of them gone to bed. They mm -hmm. go and lay down somewhere. So you, you, your only way you're going to find anything is kick them up, you know. Yeah. For deer. For elk, you might be able to talk them around a little bit, but. Yeah, we tried that, you know, because it was Saturday. So I tried hitting the calls for a bit and nothing. Well, I well, called in another hunter. I'm pretty good at that. I've done that a few times. That's actually what was really funny is just before the guy walked up, I'm going, I'm doing this number. I'm going, ah, 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 right? Yeah. <laughs> and then I start to hear crunch, crunch, crunch. Oh, 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 oh right. I'm like, dude, this is going to happen. This Here is going to happen. And, and it's coming from behind my shoulder. So I'm like, and he's like, and he looks at me and goes, Hunter. Oh, oh man, that. really? He's like, oh yeah. And then here he comes, <laughs> full knock. Really? Yeah, he had an arrow <laughs> he in. Ready. He was ready. He thought he was going to see something. And, uh, <laughs> nope. Nope, didn't see nothing. I remember uh, I was hunting out the rider wood. And I had seen elk in the area. So when I knew they were around. Uh, and I had gone up this ridge in the direction that I had seen them. And I get up top of this ridge and there's this little, like, you know, logging road or whatever. And I can hear something behind this stand of trees. And it looks like, I'm, you know, just listening to the sound, right? They're not far away. They're going to pop out like 30, maybe 40 yards. And they're coming down this hill. Sweet. Mm -hmm. I've just seen animals, you know, half hour ago. Right. Uh, and they went in this general direction and now I can hear them. So I'm gonna step off the side of the you know side of the logging road, wait till the sound like you know you're just like I should be able to see this any second, right? Come to full draw, because hey, if it's legal, it's going down. Yeah, yeah. This guy walks out with a bow, a brown leather jacket, and like camel pants. And it's just I mean whatever dude. if it works it works but brown leather jacket is Seems how you like get like a shot. bad idea. This <laughs> is how you get shot. I mean and, and honestly and, and he was doing it right though cuz he was moving and then stopping. Right? And just like elk do when they get in the thick stuff. They move a little bit and they'll wait. They'll move a little bit and that's what he was doing. So, I mean I thought he was an elk for sure. Yeah, when you're <laughs> in thick that's kind of how you have to do it. It's yeah. like you move a couple steps and then you got to see if anything's reacting to you moving. Right. So you move, stop, listen move stop listen that's what my uncle does my dad does well, i'm sorry i just can't do three slow steps stop wait five minutes then do three more slow steps stop wait five minutes not when you're looking at 200 yards of that it's going to take you all day yeah by this point we've already gotten into the spot right and we're just kind of like on final approach if you will and uh yeah yeah yeah, we've had a lot of hunters interactions during, and archery is better than rifle for for like volumes. You know, like how many people you see when you're out hunting. But man, I, how many times? Well, you and I, we had that bull. We've been working him all morning. Uh, it's up there, LB Trail System. Was that year we took the camper out? Uh, was that the the year of the? Five days wasted. No, 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 no. Okay, different. This was uh, this is that day we found lung butter like ten oh, yards from the camper. Yeah, I remember that. That was the day you shot the tree. I didn't shoot a tree. You shot a tree. I've never shot a tree. 
That is not true. That is absolutely true. I've never shot David a bow Todd. tree. I have not done it. David Todd, let me tell the story. Please do. We get up. We're parked in that spot. It was that weekend. Okay. We're going through our motions. Oh my God! We go, yes. We okay. go to do yes. our prayer. Yep. And you're and you kick you cooked it off. Cooked, and you're yes. like, what just happened there? Yep. No. I had a mechanical. I'm not failure. trying to call you a liar. No, no, you're right. Okay. I was picturing like. <laughs> You know, like, oh, I think that's a deer. I'm going to shoot at it, and it's a no, tree. No, no, no. He's right. I cooked one off, like... During the my, prayer. I don't know. My release did something, or I did something. I don't even know. The but, prayer yeah. is the, the morning draw. Yep. So you take your bow out. You're ready. You put in an arrow you don't really care about. Apparently. And, and you draw your bow back in case something just, malfunctions this you get, is your last opportunity to find out before you're drawing on that's animal. right and it settles your gear like you have your pack on you've got everything it's mm -hmm. just one good pull loosen up all the joints and it you know all your seams of your clothes whatever and i like it i don't know for me it's just part of my part of my ritual yeah but yes i, I did i did launch that one it was that morning land. yep it was that morning yeah but we oh, so we get going down mm-hmm and it's first thing in the morning. We know that they're down, you know, a mile or two down in the fields in the evening, right? Right, 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 right. So we start, you know, kind of locator bugling and and what have you. And we get something, or, you know, talking back to us. And, God, we were on them for what, an hour or more? I don't know. I know we were chasing that one cow down there on the horse trails. And that's Remember, different. we were hot on her tail. Yeah, but that's a different event. Oh. Yeah, this one we went down... Anyway, we got in there, and by the end of it, we're within guesstimate 200 yards. Oh, yeah, that and was when we were clearing. coming on the clearing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we heard something too rhythmic to be an It was like, well, he it was someone like, with a hoochie call. It was probably one of those hoochie mamas, yeah. and it was just too... God. Uh, he just kept hitting it. Dude. Yeah, it, it it reached a point where you could see the clearing. I was talking to Nick about this. Yeah, yeah. This story, and you could see the clearing, where the sound was coming from, and you're like, I should be able to see it right now. Right. And I don't see it, and it hasn't moved. In like. But we have. But, and so I'm like, uh, no, this is a hunter. So we stayed out of the field. We actually stayed up from the clearing edge line, like 100, mm -hmm. 150 yards. Yeah, we never went. Yeah, but down so that would be you know down i don't know how to describe this on on, on audio but it was in the woods there was the clearing and then let's say south of the clearing there was the elk that we'd been talking to mm -hmm. so we could still hear him moving up and i mean they got close enough behind these brush and you could hear them snorting and breathing and what have you and so we're just waiting we're being real patient and then up say north of us on the other side of us is the road some dude comes blasting through hops on his brake sticks his head out the window and just lays out this gnarly challenge bugle and all of our up just shut up we didn't hear a peep we sat there for a while too and we couldn't get them to talk anymore they wouldn't come up anymore like nothing is this one of those weird moments where we're you're remembering like three stories at once no, I really don't think so. Is this one of those oh, moments? Well, I don't know. You, you thought like... you didn't shoot a tree, so no, I'm just... I, but I don't. <laughs> I don't know because that like I kind of I kind of remember what you're talking about, mm -hmm. but 
there's certain elements there that I don't remember. But, no, I, well, okay, for know, me personally, I'm, I was I'm really 70. irritated because it was once again it was like my hunt. Like I, I'm new. I was new to it. You know, I'm still, you know, at the time, fairly new to it. And so I was all happy and excited that I had managed to find a call that worked, that got him talking, that got him brought, you know, that got us worked towards each other. And then somebody rolled by and just blasted this craziness out. And it, then, and then nothing worked anymore. None yeah. of our calls worked. None of them. It was probably the born and raised guys. Oh shit! <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I got a lot of love for them. Of course. Uh. Well, then you headed out shortly after that. That was the day you had to bounce early. Oh, yeah. True story. Yeah. And then I, that same day, I blew a hunt and didn't even know it. Yeah. It was uh, Joel Turner months later that clued me in that I jacked that one up. I got up top and I, you know, went up a different area up a hill and I heard this, this, just barely heard this elk, right? And it just sounded lackadaisical you know call i mean i've never heard one sound so lazy and yeah, yeah it was just eh. okay but it was so faint that i thought he was like over the ridge and down a ways I and mean, he sounded far away and so i stayed the area a bit and i kind of went out looking for him a little bit but and then i just you know chilled there and it got dark whatever and when i had gone off the opposite direction a little bit trying to get better lines of sight and whatever so I'm talking to Joel sometime later, and he's like, oh, no, you were standing on top of him. So what do you mean I'm standing on He's like, oh, yeah, that's a bedded call. That's just like a, yeah, I'm here. He's, he was sitting within 50 yards of you somewhere. It's like, ah, oh, damn it, rookie hunters. So that was an interesting day. I was on elk twice and didn't capture. Yeah. Yeah, capitalize. Oh, no, you, you said it right, capture, because that's what we do. We See, what catch we do, elk. people, is uh, we, we catch them, <laughs> and then we take them home, we raise them until they're a little fatter. That's right. Then we harvest them. Like, sure, they got a couple more points on them. Just saying, if you can do that, then you're a hunter. That's right. Okay? I'm just waiting for you to put up a high enough fence and leave the gate open that they'll walk in. Can you just close the gate behind them? <laughs> <laughs> high fence hunts. That's right. No. They just start a breeding pen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wish, but at the same time, that would be so lame. I mean, it would be cool if you were like, you had a high fence hunt situation, but it was only for, you know, disabled people that can't yeah. get around like other people can. That would be cool. No, no, no. What you do is you raise them. You get a bunch of them in there. Mm -hmm. And then we start making deer uh, uh, scent. Oh, because that's just, made from deer urine. Yeah, you just yeah. Have you ever seen videos on that? Mm -mm. Yeah, they basically it's just a graded floor in, what? The, in their enclosure, and they're peeing into the thing, and it's going down into a -uh. collection. Yes, look it up. Is that how it's made? Yeah, it's man. legit deer urine. It's legit deer urine. Oh man, yeah, they mix it with other stuff so it I've goes near, further. Oh, Nessie, but... now I'm gonna I'm gonna YouTube that later. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think they mix it with something so that it, you get more volume. So it's not as concentrate, but <laughs> water. Well, I would imagine something. That is hilarious. Oil, I think I, I think they'd that. probably mix it with oil because then it would stay on your. It would have more staying power if you do with water evaporate too quick. But, but yeah, that's that's how it is. It's just penned up deer. That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, things, makes sense. Things you learn from YouTube. Yeah. So we didn't get anything. Uh, last weekend obviously otherwise this would be a completely different podcast uh conversation but uh he learned a lot and i put him i wouldn't say i put him through the ringer 
but he definitely got to experience hunting. You know, I mean, day one we were on animals, day two we did a long sit, on day two we also did a hike, um, and, and uh, you know, he got to see sign, and I talked to him about the different things that I look for, and the roads that I like to walk, and and then on our way out on day two, we saw another deer like crossing the road and luckily it was right next to an old logging road. So I immediately turned off and you know, he got to see how I approached a deer at that moment. Nice. Um, and so I think he learned a lot. And he said, uh, one of the things that he valued the most as far as like learning was what he learned about himself. Yeah. And he said, I can do a morning hunt, I can do an evening hunt, but I can't do this all day hunt thing. Really? Yeah. You know, because I mean, it's a lot to just sit oh, in, yeah. in one spot like we were doing. It's mentally, it's a little It's challenging. a lot to hike all day too. Yep. So on day three, the morning hunt, we, we did a small hike looking for some bears on this road that I found. Mm -hmm. Um But then after that, it was just kind of road hunt back to the house and he uh, took off early. So, got two complete days. Which is solid. Yeah. Solid. I bet you both learned a bunch, as always. I found that, you know, no matter how long you've been hunting, there's always something to learn. Yeah, he's really um, easy to, to talk to, too, and, like, hang no, out with. No, that's great. Yeah. I loaned him my book, so he's read it already, cover to cover. Jesus. Yeah, dude, he's a studier, man. It's like, I've talked to him a couple times. He's like, he starts sending me, here, look this up, look that up. I'm like, well, Jesus. Well, he's legal for you know a company yeah so yeah, yeah. um yeah he's you wouldn't know it to look at him though he doesn't look like the guy who's gonna you know scrutinize your paperwork no he looks out. definitely comfortable in the woods yeah 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 he does so anyway uh oh, next sorry. week you're changing the conversation yeah we're gonna jump ahead because next I mean, week you know next Got week it. we'll be talking about probably the upcoming uh um archery world shoot it's the third weekend of October. Oh, okay, it's gonna be long. Good, Sorry. I still have time. I need to. I still need to uh, to uh, knock tune my my air my air shafts so I can fletch them. And uh, I'm gonna put a fourth fletching on these to help slow it down a little. I'm a little too quick. I'm at 308 on the nose, so I need to get. That's like right at the grace level for some of the shoots. So. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, got anything else for today? Uh, well, so the deer came in last night, uh, prep the area. Hopefully I get a deer this weekend. Follow us on Instagram because I will be posting about hunt, about hunting this weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And, oh man, this is Friday. So this would have been a better Monday cast, but whatever. Such is life. Such is life. Um, this might, you might hear this after the fact. I hope I get it up today. I should get it up today. Oh, and I did a bunch of recording with Nick. So the podcast? Gonna, yeah, so I'm going to try and incorporate that somehow. Okay. So. Use them as fillers if we can't get a weekend together. Well, I might use them as filler in this. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. I had an idea to have him do a recording with you. That'd be cool. And then I could just get the recording from you, and it would be like you guys talking about how it went. That'd be fun. Yeah, you would have to coordinate with him to That's do fun. that. Okay, cool. And there you have it, folks. Another episode concludes. For more cool entertainment, subscribe to our YouTube channel or follow us on Instagram. Be sure to give us a like and a share. 
If you're looking to contact us directly, we can always be reached by email, theruggedarts at yahoo.com. Be sure to tune in next week, but for now, this is Dustin and Dave, and remember, hunt hard, hunt smart, and be safe.